this it's it's not even a ranch anymore well you never wanted to be a rancher i just didn't think it would bother me this much look rain will fall and we'll start over and if we live long enough i'll get you more cows i promise Dad knew what was going to happen to this place, he would have killed himself. Welcome to Fear Me. Fear Me. You can't see me. Hi, I'm Kim. Stuart. I'm Scott. Welcome to another episode of the Fear Me podcast. This is episode 88. Nice. One step closer to 100. And that's because I'm a mathematician. (laughs) Glad you're teaching our young, Scott. (laughs) One more. Like more than last week. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. So, okay, we had a challenge last week. We were talking about how the fact that we're drinking all these light or fruity or IPA beers, right? Which I I drink the crap beer all the time. I don't call them fruity, but whatever. Well, some of them are a little I know, the fruity. one I had last week gave me a hell of a headache the, the next goose, day. <laughs> Some of the goose of beers, they actually have watermelon in them. Yes. That would be about as fruity as it is. So we said, okay, we're going to do a dark beer this week, possibly. Absolutely. We came through. What'd you yep. get, Kim? All right, so I have a toasted porter called Stark wow. from Reformation Brewery out of Woodstock, Georgia. It's a 5.5%. Let's see how it tastes. <laughs> and the taste test Reformation, sounds... it seems like it's it'd be... not bad. Yeah. It tastes like a like you're sitting by the fire type of beer, you know? Uh-huh. Keeps you warm and it's toasty. A taste, That's good. Taste of fall? It's actually not too thick. Yeah, it's not. That's pretty good. Uh-huh. It's caramel-like. Yeah, like Got a hint uh-huh. of, like, smokiness yeah, to but, it. Yeah, but, yeah, I mean, uh-huh. yeah, it's not like... It's not like... Like some cutting through coffee it, like undertones a, or... Guinness or something. I like yeah, Guinness. Like, like a Guinness every now and then is fine, like in the winter, fall time. But right. um, that one's well, actually much lighter. We just entered into fall, so it's a little okay. true that's, to our fall. Then, that's right? pretty good. I could drink so that. It's Reformation Brewery. You are drinking it. Well, and it yeah. is I mean, I'll finish it. Stark Toasted <laughs> Porter. I am drinking um, from Blue Blaze Brewery here in Charlotte. I'm drinking their Black Blaze Oof. Milk Stout. Milk. Ooh. Um, Milk stout. Yep. And um, it is delicious. It's like a it's like a it's like a beer ice cream cone. I love it. Really? Is it really? No, I mean it's not it's, it, it, you know it I love it. I mean it's really good. Um, I couldn't drink a whole bunch of them, but uh, but it really is a like you said it's a very fall cold weather taste mm-hmm. that I like. Um, but yeah, you you get a lot of the coffee undertones and the and um, Kind of the uh, like an almost an espresso flavor to it. Um, anyway, yeah, I think it's really good. I like it. It's got a nice sweetness to it. Right. I definitely would recommend it. Yeah. I feel like From we've Blue like Blue Blaze Brewing. I feel like we've broken new ground with these dark yeah. beers. You know, it was tough finding something in the beer aisle because mm-hmm. I just went to the grocery store. I didn't go to like a specialty uh, liquor beer place, but um, it's something that was a stout. Or a porter was very hard to find. 
I only found like maybe two or three, and local was one, and then one out of Mississippi because it just it doesn't sell as much. I went to um, I actually went to a craft beer store near us, and uh, I was in there asking the guy. I said, "I want a local stout or porter, um, and one that won't keep me up all night." <laughs> <laughs> and he said, "Wow, you just narrowed it down." <laughs> yeah, so this was this is what one he recommended, and. Um, he, he did a good job. Excellent. It's 5.0 yeah. alcohol. We're in the southeast. I mean, when we were in the northwest, you found a lot. Yes. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. I mean, I'm it's sure. the climate and a lot of depression. Well, you know, the one I didn't get to, and I probably will get it next, <laughs> I might get it next time, was from Deschutes Brewery. Oh, yeah? Bend, Bend Oregon. Hmm. I had a, a porter. Oh, yeah, a Black Butte porter. Oh, yes. oh yeah, right. yeah, yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, yeah I yeah. drank that before. Yeah, I, I, I was going to get that one, but I didn't want to buy a whole six. So Yeah, we had to buy a whole six. Um, Wicked Weed. Well, like, um, it's a good thing you like it then. I know, I know. Asheville? I think Wicked Weed has a good porter from what yeah. I've heard. All right, well, yeah, we're heading to the mountains this weekend too, so that'll be fun. So we can go see if we can try some places out. So who are you going with? Ross and Lorena. Yeah, Ross. Nice. One of our, our we friends. We got to get Ross, Ross back on the I show. Know, that's what I was gonna say. One of our friends, Ross, who is he, uh, maybe a year ago joined us to uh, go through some of the Walking Dead stuff. We'll bring him back for the Walking Dead. He'll he'll enjoy that. I don't think he really got into fear all that much. No, no. But, but we'll get when we get Walking Dead. We need to get Ross back on here. He's hilarious. which he's missing out because fear was good. The mm-hmm. season's Season been very three's good. Been fantastic. Well, you can't do anything for Ross on that. No. He's just stubborn. That's the way he is. Hey, man. So, Brother's Keeper. Yeah, so tonight we're covering Season 3, Episode 12, Brother's Keeper of Fear the Walking Dead. I would like to go first. No, no, no. And I would like to ask you if you would like to go first, Kim. Yes, I would. Thank you. Uh I love this episode. I thought it was fantastic. We had a huge horde. How could you not like that? Because we haven't seen something that big since The Walking Dead. That's what she said. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Was that the only reason you liked it? Because it was the the huge horde? Was that the thing? That was the main reason, yeah. Because of all the suspense, like, is, um, is, is, Troy going to get caught doing this or is he going to fess up? Like, what's his purpose on the ranch? Um, and how could he be so horrible that he would lead a horde into the ranch in the first place? And then the and whole will the horde get through the RV wall. Exactly. And, and then the whole Jake thing. It was great. Jake loses his herd, but he gains a horde. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Yeah. Was, don't, don't. I know. I'm sorry. I'm going to be doing that all night. I, have a feeling. <laughs> I no, hope not. I, I really, I love this episode. Excellent. Right. Stu? Uh, I was mixed on it. The first half hour was boring to me. Not boring. It was, okay. It was slow. It was a bit slow. But, you know, we're seeing Troy again. And I think part of the reason that I felt it was slow is that I thought we had already moved past Troy for the most part. I knew he was coming back. But we spent a lot of time with Troy at the beginning of the episode when he's almost the dead character. It's mm-hmm. different by the end of the episode, but the first half of the episode, I'm like, well, why is he not, like, getting killed yet? Or why is there not something happening yet? Why are we still developing him so much more when he yeah, sh- did, he's going to die soon? Did that kind of tell you something? Huh? 
Didn't that kind of tell you? Yes, something? it does tell me. Something. Yeah, yeah, okay. So he's gonna, but he's, you know, he's gonna die. A, a few episodes from here, you know, he's gonna die. Well, who cares? But still, so, why spend so much time with this dude? Because during that that first part of the episode, you're seeing the gears moving into his head, like. He's trying to figure Stu, out what. Stu, we're spending a lot of time with him because he's a great character. He is. Okay, and the other side of it, I don't buy that Nick likes him so much. Well, that's a weird one. And yeah. so, like, I'll, the whole connection with, with him and Nick and Nick not, like, Nick going out on the porch, getting locked out right. there. And that like, was stupid. Yeah. Okay. And then the other part was the Horde. The whole time, unfortunately... Now, this is because we watch both shows, and of course you're going to watch both, both shows. It was Alexandria, all over again. Mm-hmm. When they're leading mm-hmm. the thing, the, the horde, it was even in the exact same direction. <laughs> this is true, it actually was, you're right. It was like the curved route around Alexandria. You're right, mm-hmm. that's funny. And mm-hmm. I, I felt it really weird that they would be pushing up over the Arby's. I'm not going to get too much in the detail of that, but it was just, anyways... It was cool right. to see the, whor- the the dust storm kicked up by like these tons of zombies. The um, you know some of the development of Troy, like I I thought it was cool when he was back at the other outpost. I thought there were some cool th- scenes mm-hmm. that happened there. Um, I just I just was a little confused as to why they were spending so much time with him. And that's it. What do you think, Scott? Kim. I love the episode too. Son of a bitch. I really did. I had a I I, I thought it was great. Um, Stu, I agree with you. It did get a little slow with the with Alicia and her and her boyfriend and oh, yeah, and so Nick and and so forth. And the Nick thing doesn't didn't make a whole lot of sense to me either. Um, but Troy was fantastic. Um, he is. His character was the best part of the show, and. This week, I mean, I thought it was really good. Um, I thought the horde was great. Um, I thought the way that they tried to herd them was silly, and it was obvious that it could have been done a different way that would have made a lot more sense. And we'll talk about that later. But it was still very cool. Yeah. Um, some of the, I mean, that image of, um, you know, two of the strongest images I've seen from that that reminded me almost of. Um, uh, what was the movie World War Z mm-hmm. and some of the stuff that went on in that was the image of when they were when Troy and Nick were racing back to the camp and they were going down that dirt road that was next to the horde that was walking and they were racing it back to the camp I thought that image was just fantastic mm. that's oh yeah 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 yeah. With, yeah it was like the the line of the road and it was yeah. like the oh, zombies just were just so cool kind of going down the grass valley right there yep. that was very cool and when they turn, and when the when the uh, when the walkers turned over the RV, and you saw them flying everywhere and so forth, that was really cool. Yeah, that it reminded me of World pulled, War Z with the, with the walkers trying to get over the walls and so forth in Jerusalem. Mm-hmm. I thought that was just a really really cool scene, even though it was quite silly. But <laughs> anyway, I was I was holding my tongue. I had to hold my tongue. No, I mean seriously. I but I but you know I really did enjoy the enjoy the episode. There, I don't get me wrong. I I saw some some really glaring silliness in it, but Troy really made it up for me. And I you know and I like anything Nick does, even though I I do kind of I'm agreeing with you though I don't understand quite the Nick Troy fa- or Nick's fascination with Troy. 
he's just a little bit too psycho to to be somebody that you're trying to be sympathetic with. Mm-hmm. It's like a menage a trois between Troy, Madison, and Nick. Well, I don't understand their fascination. I with see. I always, I always felt like Nick was, um, you know, leading him on to get something out of him, and and he did definitely have a some sort. Like we talked about it in the past that he had some sort of connection with him because of they're pushing the envelope. They're trying to reach that other high, which at least uh-huh. Nick Nick was always trying to get to that other high that you know he's trying to reach. Right. But yeah, it was just uh, you know I I didn't think that it was a genuine feeling of of relationship. Well, yeah, but the thing that between the two, the thing I found funny was that um, they have one scene where you've got um, Ophelia and Crazy Dog talking about you know maybe they have to take over the camp and all, and Ophelia's talking about Nick, and you know even Crazy Dog says yeah you know do we trust him and and I think Crazy Dog's the one who said, yeah, everybody trust him. Yes. Yeah, you know? he brings up Nick as being the one that would be the leader. Right. And then, you know, it wasn't the next scene, but maybe the scene after that is the one with Troy. And I'm just thinking to myself, they're they're looking at this guy as being their leader? Who can't not talk to the crazy person? <laughs> right. You know? I mean, well, it just kind of... He hears all sides. <laughs> He's got some sides. Even the crazy sides. <laughs> yes, yes. But uh, at least, you know, and it is it is kind of funny because um, I actually went back and watched, the other night I watched uh, episode one of season two, you know, where they were trying to escape L.A. And because uh, I wanted to go back and look at the characters back at the beginning of season two. And Ophelia is actually a joke compared to, you know, I mean, she was so passive and, and wimpy in that, you know, now she's badass. She's and made just, a like, major like, change. Yeah, maybe a little bit too much. Yes, in my in my estimation, but Nick also was just kind of you know, just a dumbass who who was just surviving and stuff like that. Now he's like supposed to be some kind of leader. Well, know, they were all like moral that. Moral compass. Yeah, but even then, but even then, Alicia was starting to show some, you know, coming out of her shell and and uh, and trying to be more proactive about stuff. Yes, just because she had to take care of Nick. Well. Well, she was also, you know, remember she went after, she really went after the radio to try to raise help. Oh, that's true. Oh, oh, oh. I think she was just looking for music. No, she wasn't. <laughs> but anyway. <laughs> but Ophelia was definitely much more of an introvert, like to start the whole thing out. Like there was no, there was no sign of her having no. any type of leadership or anything. Mm-hmm. I mean, her, saying she was an introvert is is actually a very light way of saying what she was. She was almost completely coddled and sheltered. She, yeah, she exactly. never said. She, was, she never said anything. She was uh, under her parents' thumb the whole time, and once her parents were gone, she was able to blossom. So she she needed to party. So she needed to let loose somehow. Okay. Yeah, but she never showed any signs of being a badass at all anywhere ever, and all of a sudden she's well, a badass. You never know until you get the chance. Oh, Kim. No. Serious. <laughs> it's a coming-of-age story well, for a lot of people. And it happened before Taka. That was me. That was my hand hitting my forehead. When you're, dri- when you're driving. When you're walking through the desert for days on end by yourself with no food or no water. Yeah. You know, people kind of grow. They become strong. Well, they actually become really weak. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, 
So how come you don't like the whole Troy thing? Okay, I, okay. Let me back up. Troy, I think the actor uh, is was incredible. Mm-hmm. And I think we said that in the last. In fact, I think I brought that up in the last episode or our mm-hmm. last podcast was that he was really good, and I really like him, and I like the character. But for some reason, I had kind of written him off from the story. I knew he was going to come back, mm-hmm. but I didn't think he was going to come back in such a big way. Why wouldn't he? That's who he is. I don't know. I, I like Troy. I like Troy as the broken person. Not, yeah. And, all, and just a little bit crazy, not the bully that he was when we first saw him. I think the the Troy that we're seeing um, in these last couple of episodes is much more interesting. The guy, the guy that we when we got introduced to Troy was just plain evil. That's all he was. Yeah, that's true. He that's was true. crazy and he, evil, and he had been he had been developed into a point where he was almost more human again. Mm-hmm. Right, and then he was going to go away with Mass and kind of sending him off. We knew he was going to come back. Mm-hmm. Oh, but, of course. Uh, but for him to come back in such a major way, just, I don't know, it just seemed weird to me. Well, like when he, when they showed him outside the hot box. With, um, right, when he, was, he dream- was being a dr- dreamed about or whatever. Yeah, when he was being dreamed about, I was like, oh my God, that's shocking. Yeah. But when he's showing up now, he is that same kind of guy. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. like he's, it's it's like, it's not, he's, he's not the dream anymore. He is in reality that same guy. Oh, he was well, creepy my- as hell when he showed up. Yeah. My question is, though, I, I, I'm so confused about what his motivation is. I mean, he is bringing this horde to the ranch that his dad created and built up from nothing, but yet he's going to the ranch to warn them that the horde is coming. He's not warning well, he's, the ranch. He's warning Nick. He's warning Nick and his family. He wants. He told Nick to get his sister and get his um, get um, Jake Troy's brother and yeah. get the hell out. He wasn't warning the ranch. His, yeah, his motivation is to take out Takas people, primarily. If there are other people killed in the crossfire, that's fine. Right. But that's why he's going going there. But um, the way he presents it, it's like everything's fucked. I mean, it's... Well, you can tell, right. He's 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 got that horse in the desert for 40 days look in his eyes, you know? I mean, he's, yeah. Yeah. he's, 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 he's pretty much out there when he's talking to Nick at that point. So Nick's having to really try to figure out if this, you know, what part of this is reality and what isn't reality? Because he's speaking in, in riddles. He's not saying, "Hey, you got a bunch of walkers coming." <laughs> no, he's saying, uh, <laughs> "And he's I brought saying, them in this way." I have. There's a there's a wave coming your way, or something like that. You yeah. know. But a back reckoning. to the scene when he is back at the outpost, and he, um, you know, he's looking through all the stuff to, for some sort of supplies. And at this point, he, I guess. He's pretty much broken, but he's just kind of get trying to find mm-hmm. something to help him out. And he goes to where the other leader was killed yeah, in the, the chair. chair. Phil. Yeah, after Phil. he buries yeah. him. After he buries right. him. Right, yeah, 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 after he buries him. And then he looks at the one bullet, which I thought was great because it's the bullet that he was given to kill himself. Yep. Yeah, really. or to yep. defend himself. Right. Yeah, but it was primarily to kill himself, I think. Yeah, that was um, the And then he just shoots it in the air, and he's just smiling. I mean, that was that was a very cool scene. That was an yeah. evil scene. Yeah, but I loved it. it I did, good. too. I did, too. I thought it, that was just great. Because, I mean, it was, it was total transformation. He went, from, he went from just, you know, you could tell he was really wanting to stick it in his mouth to to almost having this glee in his eye and saying, oh, right, yeah. now I've got he a purpose. He was very giddy. Mm-hmm. 
Like, I'm here. I'm back. I'm back. Troy's but back, you, baby. You brought up that poetic th- warning, I guess you could say, that he said to, to Nick. And I, I just wanted to read it because I just love it. Mm-hmm. It's, um, there's a reckoning at hand, something new, something to delight it. A beast from the desert. There's no obstacles, nothing to keep it from growing. It's biblical. In a few hours, this place will be obliterated. I want you to get Jake. I want him to see this. I just thought mm-hmm. that was like, wow. Mm-hmm. Like, the, for him to give that kind of warning, it's that's why I'm questioning, like, what was the whole purpose? Obviously, he wants Jake to see that he is capable of doing great things. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. He's trying to prove himself. But yes. at that point, did you understand what he was saying? Like, I, yes. I didn't really. I, didn't. I knew exactly what he was saying, because when he shot the gun off at Phil's place, walkers. you could hear the walkers. I know. You said, you said, I hear the walkers. And I was like, really? Yeah. You didn't hear him? I, I thought it was just like maybe ambient noise. It was that, pretty no, obvious. that they were just kind of and putting into the you know soundtrack or whatever. I didn't think it was like, oh, okay, Walker's right there. And when he says something new is com- coming and it's a beast from the desert, like what else is it going to be? I didn't make the connection. Okay, people. Jeez, Stuart. Well, also the sound of the Walker's <laughs> kicked up after he fired the gun too. Yeah. Like they were. Ah, oh, Troy's there. Come. Yeah. Let's go. Neat. Come on, guys. Let's go. Right, Troy's neat, on neat. the hill. Putting sand in the womb, dude. Sorry. <laughs> no, of course it makes sense. That, of course, that's why he's excited. I thought his. Um, I didn't catch I it thought the, then. What he said to Jake when uh, I, th- I guess it was Nick who said, "Troy, you 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 don't look good" or something like that. And Troy said something to the effect of, "Well, yeah, but I've had to lead lead these guys for three days." You know, yeah. He said, and th- and they need. They need stimulus, and so I've had to provide the stimulus, and they really love sound. You know, uh-huh. I just thought that was uh-huh. really creepy when he was saying that, because you could just yeah. see it was almost like in a dream state. Exactly. Well, even when he was with Nick at the house, and he was giving him the initial warning, and he's like, "I can't sit down because if I do, I'm going to pass out. I'm so exhausted." Yeah. And right there, you're like, "Okay, he's been doing a lot of work the past couple of days." Mm-hmm. and leading up to this. And, right. and he's put a lot of effort into making this happen, yep. which makes him even more crazy. Do you think he was out there more like, evil. come on, team? Probably. Like, high-fiving walkers. No like, let's go, guys. But you know, what? one thing that, did, <laughs> that, that kind of struck me as a little bit odd is he was leading the walkers with the mortar launcher, or the rocket mm-hmm. launcher, right? He was shooting it at The grenade <laughs> launcher, excuse me. And... Yeah. You know, they said, well, if they go right, there's no stopping them. If they go left, they'll take them away. Could, you know, if they're following stimuli, could you not fire it back the other way again and make them come back? Yes, I mean, of course. You know, it's not like if they take a right, they can't be redirected backwards again, right? I mean, the only thing that you would have to think about is that half of the horde might break off just like on the walking dead episode well still half um, half's better than the whole half is better than whole but half is still destructive and will kill all of you mm-hmm. yeah but yeah i thought about that too um too bad he didn't have that uh keychain thing from the key Strain. fob i know that could have worked <laughs> been a lot easier. <laughs> i would have gotten the whole horde they would all gone after that you could have you could have thrown that out there and and uh, and and Troy could have been firing grenades in the other direction. They'd still go after that beeper. I know. 
Didn't you think it was very convenient, too, that when Jake and uh, Nick stopped the truck, that was the exact place that Troy just happened to be below the cliff? And uh, <laughs> well, it was the, the optimum. It was the optimum place for the split between the right and the left. Yeah, yeah it was. <laughs> it was perfect it was, timing. <laughs> it was perfect timing. Absolutely. <laughs> so, um, when Alicia and Jake are talking towards the beginning, and she's talking about, or he's talking about how he's he's really upset that the cattle are being killed off, right? And that he's mm-hmm. he's feeling more upset about the cattle than he thought that he would feel. Mm-hmm. And then he starts talking about how they could go off on their own and right and make a new life for themselves. And he really concentrates on those other camps that mm-hmm. are around. Do you, I'm wondering if those other camps, and especially the one the cabin that they hold near the border, right. if those are going to come up again. Like maybe they're going to banish mm. Troy again and send them to. The other well, I think there, I think there's a difference. There is some of the other ones were were like other outposts, like they have you right. Know, the other Pacific ranches. Northwest one, which but he the mentioned. Cabin, but... The cabin, I think, was just a cabin where he and Alicia could run off to. That, that one right. didn't sound like it was a it was it was a, a ranch or anything where people are. That one no, no, no. Like he good. said it was just a cabin, but it, right. there was lots of hunting there. And it was near the border, so that tells tell, me tell that it's me, nearby. Tell me, though, that, that um, when, when Alicia says to him about the fact that she'll get him more cows uh, in How the future. How foreboding was that? Yeah, definitely. I, oh, I said, oh, Jake's Very. done. Jake's yep. done. Yep. He's out of here. Yep, goodbye, Jake. She's like, if, we'll sur- if we survive long enough, I'll get you a whole new herd of cattle. Yep, yep. you're gone. Done. <laughs> done. Because <laughs> you're not surviving long enough. From where? I guess I'll gather them in the hills. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, cattle aren't doing so well. But uh, back to Kim's original thing, though. I mean, that could be... I mean, the way they described it, because mm-hmm. he was describing how many people could be there, there's mm-hmm. hunting, there's this and that. That's a bit of knowledge that's kind of going to be tucked away in Alicia's mind for right. when all this shit falls apart. And they may need Troy to get them there. Mm. Oh, yeah. Because there's no one else that has the information on how to get him there if it comes up again. But he said it was only enough room for two people. He said it would be perfect for two people, but that doesn't mean two more people, than but two people. There's can't hunting go there. and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And they need, uh, we know they need, the plot needs mm-hmm. <laughs> them to move somewhere else at some point. So well, I have a I feeling think, that. I think we're, I think, I, I think they're moving to the van, to the, to the dam, I would think, in that direction. Possibly. I don't know. I mean, they still have the whole Takas people are still there. The truck of water is still coming. Uh-huh. <clears throat> What's to say they can't clear the ranch of all the walkers? I mean, gosh, it is a huge horde, though. They could be losing a lot of people. Yeah, but they're okay. all locked in the pantry right now. Okay, so uh, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bring this up now because it bugged oh, the hell on. out of me. Okay, go ahead. All right. So they end up having this horde take over, you know, overrun the camp and so forth. And they're out there killing. And then they end up in the pantry, right? Mm-hmm. Why would you not have set up the RVs if you want to steer them in a direction and then go in the pantry? Thank you. That's what I was going to say. Why not just hide there and wait for the horde to go past? Well, why not have the RVs lined up beside the fence? Why allow them to break down the fence in the first place and come onto the ranch? 
They should have had the RVs line the length of the fence okay. so that it would be even harder for them to get through. And then all the women and children, or, you know, whatever, not, not necessarily women, but children, should be in the pantry because <laughs> women are strong-ass, you know, whatever. Um, kids should be in the pantry, like, waiting, and then that's, like, their escape route. Okay. Mike, I have an answer for you. What? You have a guy named Crazy Dog <laughs> that sets up your... Yeah. Your perimeter. fight, your perimeter. Anybody with crazy in the name should not be the one left in charge for setting this stuff up. Crazy. I know, but they didn't think that the horde would would uh, upset their RVs at all. I, mean, I don't know. Hello. What you do is, the, I mean, the one, yeah, the place that you're escaping to, create like a small perimeter around there, a funnel where these things get pushed away, and then have one RV that's the plug at the start. Mm-hmm. If it gets crazy, everybody jumps in that RV and takes off. What you gets do, the fuck out of there. Right. What you do, though, you put... And you leave crazy dog. You <laughs> open the gates. You put everybody in the pantry. You get two guys in a truck. And they drive <laughs> through the camp and keep going out the back ass of the camp, firing a gun in the air, bringing the horde after them. Yeah, there you go. Draw All the right. horde right on through the camp. I don't think they have a, I don't think they have a long way to drive, though, because well, they're in a... They're in a like U-shaped valley, aren't they? They didn't yep. have Daryl and Sasha they could take and Abraham them over the hill. leading oh, that's what the they troops. Need. They need Daryl. They needed Daryl. Daryl would hang like a big stick full of squirrels. Exactly. That was Daryl agreeing. Yes. But a go 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 That scene, the scene that they showed, where they where the camera panned out and you could see the entire horde coming into the camp, mm-hmm. lining up against the RVs, like you were saying earlier, and then that one group mm-hmm. pushed the um, RV over. That was a really cool scene. But it did look like some of the infected had their hands on the RV and were pushing it, mm-hmm. which technically should That's not be I'm happening. Saying. Why would they do that? That was ridiculous to me that they pushed it over. Well, somehow okay, they, they figured that they were on the other side. People. Well. Technically, infected should not be doing that. Right. They should just be shoulder to shoulder, and the f- sheer force of the group moving well, together. Well, they did show that they were doing that because that one exploded when he looked at when Alicia looked at it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because it was, it was just getting like, smashed by the other ones. Yeah, popped like a grape. Yep. Yeah. Well, okay. Back to that was what I thought was ridiculous about the the Alexandria thing. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Is remember they kept showing that one scene where there was a bunch of walkers kept walking in the exact same spot, even though they weren't getting pushed by anybody. They just kept hitting that same spot and, and exploding. Spots. Yeah, like a boom, boom. It, this reminded me of that, and that's where I was like, "Oh, come on, it was, do this shit again." It was very much like those scenes. Yeah, but they didn't. They but didn't I enjoyed show quite those so scenes. much. I enjoyed those scenes on on The Walking Dead. I thought it was great. Well, <laughs> I did too. Hey. Or realist. I mean, I enjoyed these scenes, <laughs> but they they should have changed it up a little bit. I mean, they even had RVs and like it was. Well, they was had the, yeah, they had those corrugated metal panels, which were even weaker than the RVs, probably. Which yeah, survived. but you remember the wall RVs were yeah, just exactly. backing those That's up. Uh, yeah. <laughs> the wall survived, and these RVs did not. And these guys were shaking the RVs to push them over, and I was like, oh come on. They would be doing. I was kind of curious how some of them got underneath the RVs and started crawling through. Well, Well, they can do that. We've seen them. Well, I know, but they would have gotten trampled, I would think, by the whole horde. That I thought was scarier than the fact that they were shaking the RVs because I was like, they're not going to shake them. But I could see them getting underneath because there's tons of space under there, and supposedly 
you know, they're mindless beings getting trampled. And but it wouldn't be hard to clog and... it up either. I mean, you just kill them as they're coming yeah, out. And then you yeah. plug and it. And all of a sudden, nothing else can get through. Uh, but I, what I guess I couldn't figure out is how exactly the uh, walkers figured out that they were on the other side of the RVs. Well, they could probably smell them. I guess. Well, well yeah, Ophelia kept screaming. <laughs> there was lots of screaming. She's like, get over there! Get over there! And it was like, shut up! But that was afterwards. That was when that RV <laughs> was sliding across the ground. Once they were, yeah, once they were already getting breached, I think she started yelling, but it was like, yeah. all right, dude, like, keep it down. Keep it down, we sister! Lost, we lost Cooper, and we lost... Who's the other dude? Uh, you talking Cooper about Big Country? Yeah, Big Country. But then the other guy, the little squirrely guy. Wait a minute, big country, big country gets killed by three walkers. And I saw Alicia take out four walkers at one time. I know. I'm like, what really? Happened? Yeah, and, and you know, the other thing that was funny was that there were people behind him that were not getting taken out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it was true. like, oh, I mean, maybe they saw something big to eat. Yeah. And they went towards him. I don't know. But there were people that were behind him. They were like, oh, now I'm free. Mm-hmm. And yeah. like he was getting completely taken out. Well, he, so. he was tasty looking, I guess. And then he didn't have a bullet. No. So Alicia had to shoot him in the head. Yep. That was a good mercy kill. Yeah, it sucked boys in him, though. I liked him. I know, I like Cooper. Because he wasn't, he wasn't a fight, like, fighting against either side. He seemed to be, like, he fine. Was, he was as much dealing as... Dealing with Taka's people and... Yeah, he with... was trying as much as, as anybody to make it work. Yep. Um, yeah. No, I liked his character. I didn't like that they killed him off. They didn't need to do that. Damn it. Motherfuckers. I can't remember who that other guy's name is. God, drive me crazy. Oh, oh, you're talking about, um... It's like Ephraim. Claw. Claw. That's yeah, right. Claw, yeah, he got taken down. And we, but we didn't even know it was Claw until we saw the um, after Which show. Which was Claw? Claw was the one that was, um... That got... That got stabbed when he was in the truck with Madison trying to get Troy, re- releasing Troy, like, far away, remember? Yeah. His yeah, name yeah. was Claw, and he was like, oh, he had to explain, like, why his name was Claw, meant left-handed. Ah. Gotcha. But he was getting eaten by walkers, which we didn't even realize that was him until the after show, mm-hmm. when they showed, like, the in memoriam, yeah. and they showed, oh, Claw was being killed. So. Well, that's just not cool. No. Well, on that that note, should we uh, go ahead and take a break? Yes. All right. We'll be back in a minute. All right, everybody, we're back. And guys, I got to say, we got to hear another F-bomb. Yeah, we did. When did that happen, though, exactly? <laughs> that, that was that was Nick when he saw the dust cloud. Oh, right. I would have said the same uh, thing. Fucking right. A, man. That's that's a good placement for it. They only get a couple to use now, right? Yeah. Isn't that what it is? Is that so, what they? Uh, is there like a rule now that they can do that like one or two yeah, times? Yeah, it's uh, AMC released something, right? Yeah, it's AMC a, released a letter... To the Walking Dead producers and Fear the Walking Dead, that they are now allowed to use the f bomb, and they're allowed to use it two times during the season or episodes. Do you remember? 
Oh, during the episode, I think. I think yeah. it was during the episode, but they said we're supposed to hear at least one more before the season's over. Like a, a yellow card. And so red it's card probably and two then, times a then season. Then what? What are they going to do? Probably two times a season. Nothing. Well, then the FCC comes down on their butts and finds them. Yeah, I'm. Really? Well, I'm glad f bombs are now a part of their policy. That's fucking beautiful. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, no, it was absolutely. it was well placed because yes, that, I mean what. What more perfect uh, placement than to say than to see like all that clouds of dust being kicked up by the walkers and say, "Yep, oh fuck, yeah, yeah." And you know, you know, and they're doing their prep for the scene or whatever, and you know, or they're doing their read throughs, and they're like, and and uh, the guy who plays Nick's kind of like, "Hey, I get to do the F bomb, I get to do the F bomb." Yeah, right. Yeah, they they actually said that it's the first time that the f bomb has been used without being mm-hmm. censored. So, right, it's like a pretty We've big seen deal. It. We saw it on Preacher. Yep, yep. We used it on Preacher. That's right. One time, and then and then we saw it on this. So this is the first time on Fear of the Walking Dead they've used it, mm-hmm. which it was shocking on Preacher. And we saw it on the season premiere of season seven of of The Walking Dead. With uh, Negan. Uh, right. Oh, well, yeah, okay. Well, that's why they pushed for it, maybe. Probably, so they could allow uh, Negan to do more of his oh little God. tirade. Yes, make sure Negan gets in his stuff. Because the war is coming up, so he's probably going to be cussing quite uh-huh. a bit. Yeah. Well, he only gets a. Well, couple. he's only he can only do it two times. He can't. He can't do it like. Yeah, so it better so be placed as well. Much. Like, fucking, fucking this yeah. fuck, fuck, fucking. Fuckity fuck, fuck, fuck. Yeah. Well, he can't do it as like he does in the comics, right? Nope. Not even close. Because he's pretty bad. Not even close. So if you need your swearing quota, go to the comics of The Walking Dead. Yeah. You'll be good for a couple of years, probably. For sure. For sure. So why do you think, Uh, like, what's going on with Nick and Troy? Like, why, why doesn't Nick just allow Jake to kill him? Oh, what's going on with Jake and Troy? Why doesn't Jake well, they just try kill to push him? It off as, they try to push it off as it's like some kind of, they're kindred spirits or something. Again. But eh, I'm not buying it. But no. even Jake, though, like he knows how bad Troy is. He's got a history with him, and he described the whole rabbit scene. Okay, well. Uh, and he said he's sick, and you take out the sick and infirm. So why doesn't he take him out when he had his chance? Well, I mean, he's trying to build himself up to, to take that situation really? on. And and um, it's it's something he's probably grappled with like his entire life. Yeah. Um, so he's trying to build him up to this point, and he's talking to someone else to get himself to that point. Uh, Nick. Nick's. Oh, I, I I can honestly say that I I can see where Nick is always going to see that there's going to be some sort of positive to Troy's dark side mm-hmm. because Nick was gone. You know, mm-hmm. before at some point, Nick Nick was completely lost, so he probably feels that there is some something that can be pulled back for Troy, and and honestly, I, I mean, Troy doesn't even seem as gone as as Nick was when we first met Nick in the start of the season. I mean, Troy is well, crazy, but I mean, he has. I mean, well, when we yeah, saw Troy, he was pretty far gone. There's two I different mean, lining scenarios. Up people to oh, yeah, kill that's, that's true. That's true. Yeah, when we first met Troy, he was pretty. He was pretty gone. And Nick um, was more of an addiction. You can overcome an addiction. Mental impairment is a little bit more difficult. Well, the other thing too is, um, I think part of the reason why Jake hasn't killed him is because Jake, I believe they were implying that Jake has run off whenever he's gotten to that point. He's you know, escaped. He, he went off to the army. He went off to college or whatever. Yeah. 
Um, I think he, it was being implied that that was when he couldn't take Troy anymore. He left. Yeah, that was and his Troy MO. was always mad at him because he would always leave when things got bad. So, but yet Troy brought you know, all that so, badness on. Right. So so Jake fought that his whole life. So it, it obviously was not something he wanted to face. Um, no. So now he was having to do it. But now, I mean, he sees Troy leading an entire herd horde of Mm -hmm. walk of infected god i can't get the terms right with the different shows um (laughs) leading them actually to his home and he still can't Mm -hmm. do it i mean he sees how well he he did he was he was just about to kill him when nick hit him with the rifle yeah he was gonna put him down i don't know if he would have he was you you could they showed the trigger the trigger oh yeah he was he was getting ready to do it totally yeah well, then oh, Nick yeah. got his ass killed because Nick is now responsible for lots of bad yeah. things happening. Yes. yes. And that was... Nick's gotten a lot of people killed. Yeah, that, I totally agree. Nick screwed that up. He, not only did he mm-hmm. knock him out, he pushed him down the hill at the walkers right. that were coming at them. Mm-hmm. And for Crazy Dog to say, you know, he he's kind of like leader material, what? It's just anybody saying Crazy Dog okay, seriously Lee. is we, funny. We know his what? name is Let's Lee. Call Lee. Okay, Let's call him Lee. Let's call him Lee. Lee. Say it seriously. It's just I funny. have a hard time saying Crazy Dog yeah. <laughs> seriously, too. Okay, so Lee implies that Nick would be a very good leader because everybody follows him and listens to him. But yet Nick seems to be making these decisions that gets a lot of people killed or makes or makes life difficult on the ranch, you know? So, mm-hmm. I don't know about But that. are people aware of those decisions? No, but that's the scary part. I mean, that's that's the right. danger of him being a mm-hmm. leader. But that's, I mean, that's the kind of behind-the-scenes stuff that happens with the leaders on these shows anyways. They they, they only let on to the, the stuff that people need to know. Mm-hmm. You know? Not, yeah, not and, necessarily and I think also part of, stuff. I mean, you're exactly right, Stu, and I think also part of it is people being led only want to hear what they want to yeah. hear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and they're only looking for that leadership part to take care of them because they want to be led. Um, so they ignore some of the crazier stuff because Jeremiah had all kinds of warning signs going off around him. And but yet the people looked at him as the matri- matriarch or whatever. Patriarch. Of the, uh, yeah, thank you. Of the uh, <laughs> of the ranch. He was he was a bit the king of the he hill. was a bit effeminate. He was a bit, but nonetheless, um, even though, you know, the guy, he let slip several times that he was not quite all there. It's like Scott. Scott doesn't want to know how the Internet gets to his house. It just needs to get to his house. Exactly. And, and when it like, doesn't, I'm upset. Exactly. I, I don't want to know the ins and outs of where these cables are coming from. Who's getting I tell you what, whatever, just get the fucking Internet those, to my house. Those yeah. days, those days when my Internet goes out. I'm bringing a horde through this neighborhood. <laughs> yeah, and you don't even know it's who over. to blame. You're like, I, I don't care. I'm just they're all going screwing down. everything up. <laughs> they're all going down. <laughs> it's the end game, folks. <laughs> that freaking Carolina Panthers game is not on my TV. I'm bringing the horde. There you go. Well, how... I'm going to go to the stadium and watch. <laughs> I'm going to go to Spectrum, and I'm going to bring on the horde and let the horde take over the whole damn office. Horde, go at it. Are you done now? Get him. Get him, Horde. How do you think Alicia's going to feel when wow. she finds out that Jake is no longer with us? I mean, I don't well, think she was in love with him. She's not going to be a happy him, camper. But 
Well, she's not going to have to go get a herd of cows. So that's this is true. This is true. Um, but I, I don't know how upset she's well, going to be. I mean, didn't they start with I that at the beginning being of the episode? Convinced. With with them, like, what is the relationship even about? Because wasn't he like kind of fighting her? Like, you, well, like he, why? Yeah, are he you started even... doubting that she was she was doing it sincerely. Yeah, she right. was, why are you doubt, with she me? She was thinking it was just a move by their family. Yeah, to to get into get into his head. Um, and then she somewhat sincerely said it was for him, but I, yeah, I mean, I have to agree with his side of it. It was like, okay, it's kind mm-hmm. of a, it's kind of I a think relationship be upset. of circumstance. Yeah. I don't but think she's she not going to be him. broken or anything over it. No, I don't think so either. No. And I think it's kind of, I think it's going to empower her to become more of a leader. She's already right. showing her leadership skills with the horde coming in, getting everybody into the pantry and that sort of thing. So but she's got to show Did some you, emotion in the next episode because otherwise it's going to be completely ingenuine I, for her. Character. I certainly did yeah. not hear. I did not hear anybody going. Where's Jake? Where's Jake? You know. I mean, it doesn't look like anybody's really looking to Jake to be the leader at this point. <laughs> I think uh, Scalpy Scalperson. Yes. <laughs> Scalpy Scalp. Is that supposed to be Taco? No, Jake. Oh. <laughs> Remember, he still had that line on his. I know, forehead. but. Taka's the one responsible for it. Okay, fine. <laughs> yeah, fuck Taka. That no. guy needs to die. Can I just say that? That guy is yes, completely yes. untrustworthy. What about when they again, do he, show up? But though? he did laugh at the end of the, uh, that last episode, so I kind of like he, that. And Madison, yeah. We had some listener comments on that, actually. Based on, really? yeah. All right, we'll get to that. Well, but, but like, seriously, what's going to happen when um, Madison and Taka roll up into the joint and it's, like, overrun by walkers? Are they the ones that are going to be It's going to be water day? for walkers. They're going to be Yay! like, no, they're going to roll up and be like, oh, we've got a bunch of, oh, fuck. That'll be the second <laughs> like, That'll be the second everything one. Everything screwed oh. up. We left to get water, and now the entire like, place is completely What did you guys up. do while we were gone? Yeah. We left what is there for There's two like, days. what, three, three episodes left now? Yeah. Is it three? Mm-hmm. No, four, right? Isn't it 16? No, three. No, it's 15. Okay. You guys Because we're almost to October. We just have yep. this weekend, and then we're done with, uh, with September. Yeah. So I guess, yeah, I mean, they're they're not going to be as happy as they thought they were. I mean, big country's dead now. That's kind of disappointing. I don't think anybody's going to be happy about that. No. And, in fact, they're all trapped underground right now, so we'll see. Yeah, so if they do ride up, they're not even going to know they're there. No. Oh, good point. <laughs> yeah, you're right. You're right. They're just going to see a bunch of walkers and be like, do you think that's everyone from the ranch? I mean, the ranch was pretty big. There were lots of people camping out in tents. Um, well, there was a lot of people dead big. too. Yeah. Okay. So remember they they I think Kim I think they had put some of the people already in there because I remember Ophelia saying something about um that they they some somebody says something like, we should need to go back now and she was like no we have to protect the people that are already in there or something hmm. so i think a lot of the people that were in the tents and stuff like that were already in the pantry hmm. um the the ones that were out there were just the ones that had weapons that were going to fight if they needed to so so when they evacuated they're probably all down there okay okay that place is going to smell great yeah seriously <laughs> i hope they put bathrooms down there is all i'm going to say they got a bucket, I'm sure. 
Yeah, that's going to help. Uh-oh. You know, one thing I did think was great is I did love the way that uh, Nick was in Troy's face there at the end. Um, you know, when 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 Troy was saying stuff like, Nick, kill me now, and he's like, he kicks the gun at him, and he says, kill yourself. Yeah, that was Jack good. Ass. That was good, actually. Although, at, this, at the same point, I was like, God, you're going to kick a gun at that guy's crazy. Don't give him a gun. <laughs> yeah, but he was broken. You can yeah. tell. But uh, I also liked at the very end, I mean, he says to him, um, he says, I think Troy says something like, I need I need to sleep or whatever. And he was like, you can sleep when you're dead. We got to save the people that you tried to kill. Yeah, right. Yeah, no, that was good. After his own brothers become a zombie on the ground. Nick had yep. some good lines for sure. But I like the way he, conf- he, he really got in Troy's face at that point. He had had it with him. I don't think he was covering him so much anymore. I think he was more looking at... Um, using Troy to get to fix the problem, but I, but it wouldn't surprise me if he if he pops him off later on too. Probably the one though, probably the one though that I think will end up killing Troy will be Madison. Oh yeah, that would be apropos. I think she don't you will, think she will been pushed too far? Yeah. Well, and I think the buildup has always been that um, you know with with him taking out his or with Madison not taking out the father that yeah she has to be the one that finally gets well and she didn't take out Troy either she had an opportunity to take out Troy also when Mm -hmm. they when she put him in the desert that's true remember when he attacked her they've made a huge point of her not taking out anybody that needed to be taken out exactly so that'll be a it'll be a dramatic moment you know also when they amputated Jake's arm. Mm-hmm. Okay, first of all, that knife went through his arm pretty easily. Mm-hmm. Secondly, they cut his arm off right where the bite was. Like it, Right. Well, it was obvious that it he wasn't didn't far enough. It wasn't far enough up. Mm-hmm. Right. Whereas when they did Herschel's mm-hmm. leg, I mean, they cut off way higher. Yeah. And plus there was Nick was like screaming the entire time, like, get over here, straighten his arm out, straighten his arm out. And yeah, they which, waited yeah. too long. Yeah, it was, uh, you know, it probably been... A little silly had he survived because you know it you can't don't work just every lose time. a limb and then all of a sudden that's what stops the infection right, right exactly i mean it can't happen every time right. yeah there's a lot that of blood be... loss and he's out in the middle of the desert bumping around in a boat in a boat in a uh, truck yeah but i mean it was i mean the sheer fact of how long it took and it was like way on the upper part of his forearm yeah and mm-hmm. yeah from a Scientific standpoint, Miss Scientist, <laughs> that would not be possible at all. I give it a thumbs down. Is, you give it a thumbs down. So are you wow. giving? Is that your? Do you hear that, folks? Kim's thumbs down. Is that down your miss? That. Hmm. Okay, we're not doing our really? hits or misses yet. No, we're not. Okay. And Kim, you've only got one, right? One each. Oh, thank God. Nice. Woo. <laughs> Don't want to mess anybody up. All right, so we're going to take a break, and when we come back, we're going to do our hit or miss segment. All right, everybody, we're back. We're going to do our hit or miss segment. Kim, would you like to take us into it? Yes. My hit... Kim's, Kim has got an editor on her this week. <laughs> My hit was The Horde. It really? Was the Horde. Awesome. I am so surprised at that. No, you're not. <laughs> it was awesome to see that many infected in the valley and so many that they're kicking up dirt and it looks like a dust storm and if you don't look close enough you really don't know what's coming at you that was really cool Mm. and to think that 
the only thing standing between the horde and the ranch is a flimsy little fence. Like, they're screwed, man. That was really good. Mm-hmm. Stu, so, so, Stu, what was your hit? My hit was when they finally did find uh, Troy when they were driving out and they saw the dust clouds everywhere. And he said, and they came up on him and they were like, what are you doing? He said, this is evolution. And yeah. Nick was like, this is murder. And Troy said, yeah. you want to go there? <laughs> Why would Troy yeah. say that? Little because prick. he killed his dad. Oh. Nick killed his dad, which true. I thought was perfect. Yeah. What a perfect comeback. That's true. God. Yep. Little asshole. Yep. <laughs> yeah. And he didn't I, I, want I to go there good. in front of his brother. So. Right. He said, you want to do that now? You want to do this now? Yep, definitely. Well, my hit was um, actually the whole open with Troy. I thought that was fantastic. It was. I mean, it was Troy great. in the desert, and you know, and finding his way to the outpost, and burying the the uh, one of the the leaders that was had been killed there, um, and then you know when he's finally had it to the end, he finds the horde. Um, I just thought that was the whole that whole uh, beginning was fantastic, and I thought uh, the guy playing Troy did a really good job with that. Yeah. That I that was my second. If I if I had chosen a second hit, that would have been it. <laughs> but I did not. You're not allowed. That's why we do not allow you to have another hit. I know. Because you keep right. stealing shit from people. <laughs> Sorry, I got a little. And then we're left there. Like, yeah, we're left there. Like, why? Well, I can't get shit. Cam <laughs> just ruined. I it. got nothing. I got nothing. Um. So my miss is Jake not killing Troy when he had the chance. Mm-hmm. And not only just this episode, but, you know, throughout the entire season. So many times Troy got away with some stupid-ass shit that uh, many people could have taken care of, and nobody did. And it's the same situation with Negan. Like, you have the opportunity. Why don't you take it? But don't forget, though, I mean, Jake, they showed, you know, in a lot of the stuff they showed from them growing up, Jake was protecting Troy mm-hmm. a lot of times. And... It's got to be hard to kill kill your brother, especially after you spent your whole life feeling bad for him because he was being picked on so badly by his parents. Mm-hmm. And you were his protector. So that's pretty much saying you failed as a protector. Yeah. It's, I mean, his, his parents had pretty much written him off as being kind of crazy. His dad somewhat protected him, but it was pretty much in Jake's hands to, to raise him and make him somewhat normal. Yeah, especially against their mother. Yeah. I agree, but... You know, at this point, you've already, Jake has personally seen all the stuff that Troy, the hell that Troy has brought to the ranch and to the people of the ranch. And he's seen the horde by this time. And why not just take him out? I mean, he's already said that he's going to take him out. Right. And he has a brother, though. I understand, but there's it's other your people. brother. It doesn't matter. I there's mean, other people who didn't take the opportunity either. It's not just Jake. I mean, lots of people. Well, and I think you also have to take into effect part of it, too, Kim, was the fact that Troy was actually part of that community, and he had people that were following him. So it wasn't like he was an outcast or anything. Um, Right. He was their military military presence. He was the militia guy. And you couldn't just kill the militia guy, um, even if he was doing some stuff that was particularly crazy. Plus, he was good at mending fences. We saw him mending fences. (laughs) Yeah. He was. He was. He had a shovel. What was your miss? <laughs> a pickaxe. <laughs> a pickaxe on it, yes. 
What the hell's that? <laughs> my miss? Uh, you know what? Uh, okay. My original miss was um, uh, Nick hitting Jake in the head and knocking him down the hill. Yeah. And him getting killed by the walkers. I mean, what the fuck? <laughs> he could knock the guy out without knocking him down the hill. That was a little... I mean, as far as, like, a writing side of it, that just seemed a little ridiculous. A little over the top. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. Scott, okay. yours? Mine, uh, you know, we've gone over it, but mine was the fact that uh, the whole plan of getting the walkers through the through the ranch was just silly. I mean, you really could have put a couple guys in a truck, driven them out the other side of the, of the ranch there, up into the hills, firing off guns, and they could have taken the whole horde with them. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I, I just didn't buy it. You just put everybody in the pantry and let the horde go by. Yeah. It was very poorly planned. Yeah. Didn't make any sense. But it, then again, it was, it was crazy dog who came up with the idea. So I guess that does kind of say so. And now uh, after bitching at you about having like one or two hits or misses and whatever, my, my other, my second. What? Miss. No. Yes. <laughs> this will actually be your third one, right? Cause you're, you had an original, but then you had a. Later ones. Well, this, yeah, I was going to say my original miss was the one where you get hit in the head and then my secondary one, which I didn't say because I felt like after I bitched at you about having more than one. That you weren't allowed to say. um, Was Nick Nick and Troy talking to each other between the broken candy glass at the house? Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. And and him locking the door and that kept Nick from following him. Like, when Troy finally introduces himself and tells him, like, okay, there's going to be a mm-hmm. big biblical, like... Actually, I mean, I thought that was kind of a cool scene. It was silly that, that like, what the fuck? Why would he not just, like, break through that door? Visually, it was pretty. Or why but... did the fact that, that Troy thought that him locking the door would keep Nick from just jumping over the rail and yeah. walking around the side of the house? Like, Well, I think that's what he intended him to do because he left. He got out of there. I know, but it was just like, well, why would you even like really? It was lock just kind of silly. It was yeah. just a little silly. It yeah. was. It was I not agree. that. It was not. I'm that sorry, impeding. I ain't buying that one. I ain't buying what you're selling, Stu. <laughs> I'm what? not selling to anybody. That's just my miss. <laughs> my my miss is that it did not sell. Okay. Gotcha. All right. Well, we well, do have quite a few listener comments. What? Yeah. Paige Vaughn said, loved it. I thoroughly enjoy Alicia, Nick, and Ophelia's character development more than the other characters. Sad to see Jake go since I enjoy the actor, but his darker characters, like on the following, are more entertaining. Not surprised he died, but I'm interested to see how it'll affect Alicia. I'm also curious on how the two timelines will match up and if Team Water (laughs) will return while they're still locked in the cellar. (laughs) I'm excited to see how they get out of this mess and how the rest of the season plays out. Yeah. Team totally. water. I like that. Nice. <laughs> yep. Uh, Mark LaVarnway said, just a quick observation. At the end of the episode, Daniel tells Madison to beware of the smiling face because they will stab you in the back as he looks at Strand. So this was last episode. But right. when he when she stops to pick up uh, Taka, he smiles and his knife is plain to see. Hmm. Uh, maybe nothing. Uh, maybe some foreshadowing. Yeah, it was definitely obvious that they showed the knife. Yeah. So, so um, yeah, there may be some And it was a little weird that he was smiling. I have to say that. 
Mm-hmm. And it was a little mm-hmm. weird that they picked him up. I'd be like, like I said last time, fuck that guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He yeah. he was off exactly. on his own at that point. I mean, come on. Seth Tillman said, Strand says, I came from the dam to the bazaar. But you know, they really came from the bazaar to the dam. That's a good point. Yeah. He's he's talking about Madison and Strand and Taka. Which yeah. I'm trying to figure out if that's actually true though. They came they were coming from the bazaar to the dam. That's true. Yeah. But was, right. but they was Strand they escaped coming, the bazaar. But was he coming from the dam? Because didn't he get left downtown? Right. He got no. left at the hotel. He was left at the hotel by Daniel. Yeah. And that's where was the confusing the part came in. Because he didn't just leave from the dam to the bazaar. Right. He Daniel took traveled. him downtown and left him there. And then Daniel went back to the dam. Well, I think what he was saying, I was at the dam first and then I ended up in the bazaar. Damn it. I don't know. I feel like uh, I feel like you're wrong, but I feel like you're wrong. <laughs> I feel like I need to watch that episode again because there's lots of questions. Because then Madagascar wrote in at OTH Madagascar said 15 minutes into the podcast. I think Kim watched another show or episode. There were only two cars. What is she talking about? Hmm. Again, only talking about the episode before, not the current episode. This was the one before when they are... Trying to push through the line of cars on the highway with the big truck. Yes. Which I still stand by my thing that there was a whole line of cars, not just two. There was a line of cars. I think there was a bunch of cars on the road, but I think most of them were pushed off to the side. I don't think there was that many that were actually in the middle of the road that they had to go through. I'm going to find a screenshot... Of that okay. particular scene, and I will post it because I stand by what I said. Post that shit. Wow, is, is someone a little defensive? I am. Mm-hmm. I am. Mm-hmm. I am. Um, <laughs> is someone ever not defensive? <laughs> <laughs> what does that mean? What are you saying about that? What do you mean by that? <laughs> Good comment. Kim, do we got some news? We do have some news, finally. Hit us. <laughs> oh, I had one. Can I do one? Yeah. Okay, so um, if you're familiar with uh, Adult Swim, which is on the Cartoon Network, which is the late night Cartoon Network, they have a show called Robot Chicken, who is doing an entire uh, The Walking Dead themed half hour special on October 8th. Yeah, so they're actually going to do it. And, and Robot Chicken is like this cl- claymation, like crazy show, whatever. It's actually extremely random when they do a lot of. So write that down, kids. Yeah, po- pop October culture type stuff. And there's a. Um, I actually uh, tweeted out um, at like a little clip um, from from what's coming up, but it's a half hour special and it looks hilarious. It really looks very funny. So Robot Robot Chicken uh, Adult the, the, the Robot, Robot Chicken. Chicken Adult Swim on Cartoon Network on October eighth. Yeah, that'll cool. that'll be a good lead up to the premiere of season eight. Yeah. Um, the other piece of news is that the ratings for Fear the Walking Dead have come out, and um, they're not so good, you guys. Really? Uh, for Fear? Not so good. Yeah. So the last episode, episode eleven, La Serpiente. They only had two point fourteen million live viewers, and then. Uh, once you added in the three days after the live show 
aired, you add in the people who streamed mm-hmm. it, you know, and then that brought them up to almost three million. But last year they were seeing numbers like ten million. So a third of the people are actually streaming. Yeah, hmm. it's interesting. Yeah, so um, so their numbers have gone down drastically from last season, but and even indefinitely from season one. But um, but it's still the second highest rated show on AMC. Do you think this is this has some um, something to do with the slide in the, in attendance of the Walking Dead last season? Well, I think maybe it, people are getting a little tired of the whole the whole series. I think it has something to do with that, but I think it's more to do with the quality of the series from season one and season two. Season three is drastically different. Wouldn't you guys agree that it's, it's much better? It's, yeah, yeah, and much drastically better. better. Yeah. So I but think you that you go into a third season, it's much harder to get people to, to latch onto it. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that's what their problem is right now. So hopefully, I don't know. Ah, <laughs> uh, they'll get renewed. I mean, yeah, they're already doing season four. It's just season five. We have no idea. I don't think they'll be canceled anytime soon. We'll worry about that when we got to worry about that. Yeah. Wow. And that's all that needs to be said about that. Jesus. Getting all deliverance on us. Yeah. The other thing is, if you guys are really into The Walking Dead, which I'm sure most of you are, make sure you check out AMC.com because they're having all kinds of contests right now for... Actually, they're going to fly you out to see The Talking Dead, the season premiere of the show that coincides with episode number 100 of The Walking Dead. Mm, right. So there's so, so can, two different can, those contests. Those don't start till right the 14th, though, right? Is that right? I think I saw. This contest? The contest. No, they've yeah, already started. Think... Oh, Actually, several of my friends have already won tickets to it. Really? Yes. You better get on that shit, Scott. So start entering. They're, they've extended the contest deadline, so you can keep mm-hmm. entering. Yeah, you can enter as many times as you want, Scott. And if we could it. get Scott on camera at that, that show, would, that would be incredible. Yes. That would be incredible. I could do my I could do my pose. Yes, better than yes. your other pose, which we will not mm. share with the listeners. There is no film of that yeah, one. Thank God you only listen and do not see mm-hmm. Scott. Yes, folks, you, you just don't know how lucky you are. You really, you really don't. That's what my wife says all the time. God, do they realize how lucky they are not seeing That's you? what she says. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> are you done with your news? I'm done. Mm-hmm. It was good news. Thank it really you. was. Thank you. Thank you. There was some, well, it wasn't good news that the ratings are so bad. Oh, did you, you had preach or something or other. You were going to share something. No. Just going along with the um, ratings thing that I heard Preacher's viewers are less than a million. Oh, jeez. That is, that's very surprising to me. It's sad because Preacher's really good. Yeah. People don't know about it. Thank you for for all the good news tonight. Um, So next week on (laughs) Fear the Walking Dead, which will be season three, episode 13, this land is your land. (laughs) Alicia is thrust into a position of leadership where she is forced to make life-changing decisions. Dun, dun, dun. Are we getting out of the pantry? Did you see the um, the teasers for next week? Yeah. So apparently there's a an air issue. Yeah. Spoiler alert. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, yeah, I, I actually saw. Yeah, I saw a. Uh... And, and Nick and Troy get trapped in a helicopter. Oh right, which is probably and the Troy's... helicopter that Travis died in. Right, and Troy's just laughing his head off. He's enjoying crazy time. Yeah. Get some laughing gas, I guess. 
Um, yeah. But they yeah, the um, they send Ophelia and uh, Crazy Dog out mm-hmm. of the pantry to see what's going on. Mm-hmm. They should have added a periscope to the pantry when they built it, so they wouldn't have to do that. Pantry scope. Yep. So if you would like to write in to us about all of your comments about this episode or the next episode, you can reach us at fearmepodcast at gmail.com. You can also find us on Twitter at fearmepod, on Facebook at Facebook slash fearmepodcast, and on the web at fearmepodcast.com. And you can find us on Blog Talk Radio. Thanks for listening, everyone. Good night. Good night, everybody. You're just trying to keep me from saying anything else, aren't you? No. <laughs> <laughs> whoop, whoop. That's my other dog imitation. <laughs>